host, Tanner. Not of doom. Is that means we're recording? No, that's uh, my like, daily meditation. Literally <laughs> hit record and a phone notification goes off. <laughs> Rude. It's like, Justin got the rig up over here. And just, <laughs> All right, like, we welcome now you to Sounds of the Basement, starring Abaddon and guest starring Tanner. Abaddon? 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 Well, oh, wait, that's not that show. Welcome to NPR. That's not that show. Pretty we're confusing so many Gross. people right now. Okay, okay, now, I see, <laughs> now I see when everybody is here, why Patrick gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> I We've mean, been recording thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Are we recording now? Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. been recording oh. this whole time. <laughs> we started recording before I even got to the house. Welcome everybody to the final segment of the CM Punk special. I'm joined by I, I guess I'm going to call y'all three fourths of the Cajun Greatness cast. Yeah, sure, that works. I mean, that, it's not wrong. It's mathematically uh, correct. I, I, it <laughs> is correct. But then uh, you add Kurt Angle to the mix, and your chances of podcasting <laughs> drastic go down. <laughs> I'm joined by Cannon, Justin, and Jonathan. How are y'all doing? Uh, very tired, but uh, doing good. Yeah, How no, are you? No, 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 pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Jonathan's not doing well. They had a pizza delivered. Missing <laughs> no, pizza oh, okay, slices. all right. Also, I'm just gonna go for... ahead. Oh, what? Well, before we go ahead, I'm not. I'm not gonna apologize for anything that happens during his show at our house. So, <laughs> so he invited us to do this. Yeah. He thank you for inviting like. us on your actually, show that's recorded in actually, our home. To, to be completely <laughs> fair, which I was gonna invite y'all anyways. But yes. to be completely fair, Patrick actually got in my DMs and was like. The art house would love to do it, and I yeah. adjusted on too. And I was yeah, like, then "Oh!" I, then I tweeted at you, I was like, "If I'm yeah. not part of this, you're dead to me." Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Patrick, who technically organized this part, not here. Yeah. Not here. <laughs> not here. At all. Look at Patrick having a happy family who love and support each other like assholes. <laughs> it's like birthdays. Who, who even heard of that? Who who even does that shit? Yeah. I don't know her. I mean, that, aren't all birthdays. Not That's like hella cringe, bro. Aren't all birthdays thrown off track when last year didn't happen? I mean, mine wasn't too bad. I had a pretty good birthday last year. I didn't do anything. I meant the year, not yeah, your birthdays, nice. you selfish pricks. <laughs> oh. Well, if that's, if that's true, then I'm still only 24. Yeah, I'll be 33 shortly then, not 34. I was looking at your face. Yeah. I, I thought it'd be a really good podcast bit to... To do something visual? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of like tracks. Yeah, that's the, all thing. you can hear M.O. is be like, you know what would be really funny? A visual bit. Literally, the first episode of the Late Takes, the very first thing, Wenzel got up and did a visual bit. Like 30 seconds into the first episode. He was like, Pat, watch this. Eh. And that's what he did. <laughs> and and what, what you think that sound sounds like is what he did. Yeah. No, whatever's in your head is exactly yeah, right. Yeah, exactly what Wenzel did. Uh, God bless him. I can't believe he never came back from Vegas. But anyways, we are here today to talk about CM Punk. As you know, considering this is the CM Punk special, it'd be weird to talk about anything else. Well, maybe they don't know. Maybe they just skipped ahead randomly to see what the episode was about because they want to read the title. would be wild. Be like, you know what? Let's skip to the last half hour. Oh, these guys are loud and weird. What are they talking about? CM Punk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me I start mean, at the beginning. As far as I know, like the concept isn't that foreign, but you know, like we have a concept and you know, go off the rails at any particular moment. That's happened on apparently every show ever here, at least in this network. So <laughs> I, I know almost I mean, every podcast we ever end up recording at in the basement 
just goes off the rails almost immediately. Yeah. Although they pulled a bit of uh, the weirdest bit on me. Sorry, we'll get to CM Punk in a second. They pulled the weirdest bit Probably. on me. They they did an episode where they rebooted Evangelion, and they were like, yeah, it went like three and a half hours. We just finished. <laughs> I was like, wow. And then the episode gets uploaded. It's like an hour. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa. what a stupid bit. They, they told us that you were they were going to do that to you. Uh, what? Like, hey, guess what? We're going to gaslight Tanner. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, with that tone, too. We were, yeah. And there was also another. I, I, fuck, there was another time we did it. We didn't tell you. I, it was when we went to Bucky's. And you were like, are y'all still at Bucky's? I was like, yeah, we just got back. And it was like 7 o'clock at night. Or yeah, something. I was like, damn, they were at Bucky's for a long time. And, and it's like 11 o'clock. Yeah, we're still recording, even though we ha- we started recording at like 4. It, it makes no sense because like like th- them still being at Bucky's, I would never know if they were there or not. So that benefits. No, they're just like, man, we're going to guess like I'm good. You got to understand, Tanner, the, the way that jokes like that work, it's not about your reaction. People do stuff it's like about that popping the boys. because they think it's funny. Like I mean, they're screwing with you because it amuses them. You don't factor into it, really. Because really, because again, with the Bucky's thing, I would never know. Yeah, but they I, know. I didn't know until Jonathan just said it. <laughs> but they knew, and that's why it was funny. They're, they're like, man, we're getting Tanner real good. <laughs> for, the record, I, <laughs> for the record, I have no idea what anyone's talking about right now. <laughs> but well, welcome to the late takes. Yes, welcome to the late takes. <laughs> the show where we discuss Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the show this where- is a show where you can stuff all you can literally hear in your ear. No, wait, god damn it. Shit, I'm so confused no, this right is, now. This is a show where we gaslight Tanner. Oh, right, okay. Welcome to Travolting Development. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is my show. Hey, Tanner, did you watch The Punisher yet? Because that's what we're talking about welcome right now. Welcome to Straight Shooting with Cannon. Beep, beep, TM, TM, TM. You owe me a quarter, god damn it. <laughs> On today's episode Fuck of Uncaged, we're going to talk about CM Punk. <laughs> it's so funny that there's technically only three shows under the All You Can Hear banner, but when you account for all of our spinoffs, we are like well into the double digits. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. we literally have our own uh, Smodco network at this point. <laughs> Kevin Smith, hit me up, motherfucker. I kind of look like you. Somebody at Sears thought I was you one time here in town. Just saying. Just saying. Really? Yes. This happened. I was wearing my uh, pea coat and R.I.P. one of my favorite hats ever, my Lost Pizza Company hat that I had when I worked there and had it when I moved here. And one day I got my hair cut and it disappeared, but I was wearing that as well, backwards, like I usually do. And I was in wow. Sears with my stepmom looking for, excuse me, yeah, sorry. that wasn't even me. That was, uh, <laughs> I'm like, that was just talking. <laughs> sorry, it was more, more like a, like thrown shade. God. Like, like excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> just, How just dare you? Drinking his fucking bottle of uh, room temperature Haterade. This and, came uh, straight from the refrigerator, thank you. I don't believe you. Anyway. You see the condensation. That might be uh, your uh, sweat. From, I'm not even sweating. <laughs> it's hot down here. Uh, it, anyway. So, so CM some, Punk. Yeah, no. Somebody. <laughs> no, fuck, no, fuck CM like Punk. Cannon, he had his moment. It's I'm, my turn like now. No, I love story. you, CM. All I was going to say was this guy who worked at Sears asked us if we needed any help. And he goes, hey, did anyone tell you you look like that guy from that uh, comic book show? Now, my mind immediately went to, you know, like superheroes. Like, what fucking comic book show is he talking about? And then it hit me. He thinks I'm Kevin Smith from Comic Book Man. See, I would have thought Sheldon Cooper, Big Bang Theory. It's not even... <laughs> How dare <laughs> I am angry on Cannon's behalf. <laughs> I know this is your show, but remember where you are. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bazinga. Bazinga. There's a reason they call this the murder basement. <laughs> is that what y'all call it now? Yes, this yep. is the murder basement, yes. Oh, Abaddon wow. lives here. Actual Abaddon? Abaddon? The, the AEW wrestler. Yes. Oh, okay. I, was just well, I would sure. hope if they're listening to a CM Punk show that they would know at least roughly who Abaddon is. But, I mean, they might have just fast-forwarded, like I said. <laughs> that is true. They could have just skipped who? to the Abaddon. The, maybe they're like, man, I hope this podcast really mentions Walking Abaddon. Walking Dead enthusiast Phil Well, Brooks if left. you go to the uh, Cajun Greatness podcast, you will hear all you can hear of Abaddon. See what I did there? <laughs> man, and it won't be a late take, I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> I mean, we do So CM Punk, right? <laughs> I was like, y'all record so late, because I was going to come over here the other night for the pig episode, and Pat was like, yeah, we're going to watch the movie, probably start recording at nine. I'm like, on a Monday? Yep. Well, I go to bed at nine, son. Well, that's the thing. We used to watch it and then record <gasps> the next day, correct? Yeah. But now we just like You forget the movie it. by the time. Yeah. I, I feel like it, it it helps to do it like right then and there. Yes, not you get that much for Pig reaction. because you know that. Yeah. I mean, as great as that movie was, it was kind of a downer. Yeah. And the first but. couple episodes, like I watched it by myself, and they watched it here because I'm the only one on the show that doesn't live here. Yeah, but then that wasn't quite as fun for anybody, especially not for me. Wow, so. some BTS to the All You Can Hear Network mm-hmm. family of podcasts. <laughs> the the last. 30 minutes of probably a two-hour podcast. <laughs> all about CM Punk. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I just, For real this time. I yeah. wanted to hear, because I think all three of you kind of come from, like, unique perspectives, especially, like, Jonathan versus you two. I kind of wanted to get, like, your what was your reaction when Punk came out on Rampage? Okay. Uh, are we just going in any particular order? or y- y- yeah. Y'all go first. Go, go for it. Y'all, you two go first. Come on, Jonathan's last. At the same time. We'll start with Canon. I'm sorry if I figured you want to run your own show. But <laughs> Welcome to the late just, takes Cajun Grand Edition. Fuck. Justice directing this episode. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I, I guess I'll just give like uh, kind of a brief, uh, my history with punk at least. Um, I... Um, uh, un- unfortunately, I did give a WWE CW as much of a chance as a human possibly could, which, you know, unfortunately wasn't that very long. But I did notice this fella that they had brought to the roster named CM Punk. And it was that one promo he did where he was, like, uh, talking about how his uh, tattoos were not um, decorations, they're declarations. And he was just pointing at each one, telling them what it meant. I was like, you know, that's kind of cool. I mean... Like, as someone who probably only had, you know, one or two tattoos at that particular time. Actually, no, I didn't have any tattoos at the time. That was 05, 06. No, never mind. Disregard. Disregard. <laughs> I wanted to get him is what I'm saying. But anyway, um, fast forward, um, just um, watching his work in WWE. And, of course, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But that that pipe bomb promo, the infamous pipe bomb promo. Yes. It's when the lines were blurred and like I, I, uh, along with probably thousands, maybe millions of others didn't know what was real or not then. And, but at the same time, that is kind of what makes wrestling awesome because nine times out of 10, what's happening backstage can be more interesting than what's happening in front of your face on the cameras and the show you're watching, or if you're there live. Um, but you know, going back, going to when he came back, uh, wrestling is a weird monster in which 
I feel like you can know something is happening. Like I, especially in wrestling in the days of the internet and whatnot, it's um, everything spoiled for everybody at some point. Uh, more so in wrestling than a lot of other medias, I believe. Specifically, if you search it, I try to avoid it as much as possible. I'm not like digging into dirt sheets and whatnot, but we all knew, uh, for the most part, the CM Punk was coming. But still, when he came out, it could have been like I had no fucking idea. It didn't matter. This man is back after seven years. This was an important moment. I mean, not just in wrestling. I think just in like pop culture in general. Yes. Like even people at work. Like I, I feel bad, kind of bad. I'm, I was talking their ear off about it because I was very excited. Like I was like, man, I'm, I'm that. I got. They tried to call me in that night, Tanner. <laughs> nope. They tried to call me in after I was already there for like nine hours. And um, I uh, respectively said, no, I have things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I am busy tonight. I am busy. So, um, oh, it's just like you knew it was happening, but at the same time, it was just such a moment that it, it didn't matter. Like, I didn't full-blown cry. Not, not that there's anything wrong with anybody who cried. When this happened, I'll, I'll not at right all. Now I cried. So hashtag Tommy Dreamer is a saint. Um, but I, this meant a lot to me, uh, specifically as an AEW fan, because I, as long as Vince McMahon is has still has final say over everything WWE, I really can't give them my time. Mm-hmm. I did, however, watch this past NXT because I felt like, okay, the guard is about to change. So I will watch the final NXT as it stands and before everything changes. Oh, whoa, that fucking logo. Anyway, it was a great moment. It was a fantastic moment. I, uh, yeah, it was, it was a big deal to me. And I was really happy to experience it with people that I love. Who also loves CM Punk. And, yes. Very well said, Cannon. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're not doing fucking snaps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we can do snaps if I fucking want to. (laughs) Justin, how did did CM Punk uh, affect you? How did CM Punk change my life? (laughs) Yes. Well, let me tell you. Uh, The first place I saw Punk was in the beginning of WWE CW. Much like Cannon. Now, I had heard his name mm-hmm. because I followed uh, Ring of Honor as best I could. There's a couple people in town who tape traded because mm-hmm. there used to be a wrestling store. Really? Yeah. Yeah, by one of, uh, God, who was it? It was one of the new Rock and Roll Express that owned it. What, here? Yeah, it was in the Northport. Oh, shit. That's cool. What? I hate I, I missed that. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, that was in the like, 1999, 2000. Oh, like, never mind. The height of, <laughs> of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was 400%. So. And so there were there were tape traders. And so yeah, I've, I've watched New Japan stuff. I've followed Kabashi and Liger as uh, best I could. Because you can get VHS tapes and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. burnt DVDs that didn't work quite right. And so I'd heard of Punk, <clears throat> uh, but the, the first time I saw him was WBCW. And I'd heard of him because I was following Samoa Joe, who I had seen wrestle AJ Styles in Birmingham shortly before the advent of TNA, mm-hmm. which for a long time was the best match I'd ever seen live, <laughs> up until I saw AJ Styles in Piedmont a few years back. Yes. So good. <clears throat> and so Punk showed up. I'm like, huh, I like this guy. I like this guy's look. 
And I'm like, oh, he's straight edge. Being that I come from a drug-filled, abusive, alcoholic home, I can identify with that. I like this guy. He's really good at being a bad guy. I enjoy him. And I just followed it because I've been watching wrestling since I was eight years old, I think. First thing I ever saw was the Bret Hart-Owen Hart match, which came after the betrayal where Owen kicked Bret's leg out from under his leg. Okay. <clears throat> and I was on Owen's side the whole time. Yes. I'm marking out right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I, I loved Punk. He was great. Then he took over the Nexus. I'm like, I love this guy. The whole thing. Oh, he's champion twice. Yeah, fuck you, Jeff Hardy. Whoa. Whoa. whoa I was not whoa. a Jeff Hardy guy. <laughs> whoa. I liked Matt better. And I liked Edge and Christian not, better than the Hardys. I'm not going to argue which is the better Hardy, but well, it's God damn, Matt, that, that's sure. hard. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think Jeff Hardy can turn his head. And he did all the, let's quote unquote, heavy lifting there. Let's be real. Anyway. I love you, Matt Hardy. It's true. Man, we're going to have to get, we're going to have to get y'all fight over Jeff versus Matt. That's another podcast another day. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Justin. Sorry. No, um, but no, so I, I love CM Punk. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. And then I'm watching the pipe bomb live. Cause again, I watch wrestling the whole time for, since I was a kid and I'm like, Oh my God, this, this guy's fantastic. I love this guy. And I watched the pay-per-view. I'm like, cause I didn't have any wrestling friends. I had wrestling friends when I was in uh, elementary school. Like there were three of us that watched it. Yeah. And then after like seventh grade, I, it was just me. It was just me. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, I, I never really understood the whole, like, who you grow this. I mean, if it's entertaining, like, why stop watching it? Well, I lost track with the guys that I watched it with in elementary school. Mm, and yeah. they, they grew out of it because, you know, they're deeply, deeply Southern. So, like, I'm going to play the football and the baseball, and my dad says it's bad. I mean, granted, I've never had, like, a giant <sighs> group of, like, people to discuss wrestling with. But I've always had, like, friends to that watched it and wanted to chit chat about it. Yeah. I only had a couple because I'm, I was in a unique position where I didn't get into wrestling till seventh grade. Did not watch it. Nothing. Yeah. I, I was in seventh grade middle school. So by that time, a lot of people had fallen out of it. And I only knew a couple of people that watched it at that time, but I'm, I'm kind of like you. I've always had at least a couple of people in my circle that I've watched it since I've been a fan, but I, I, I was never in it. Like when I was a kid, like, I, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, Oh seven when I got into it. So yeah. no, it was just me. So I'm sitting there on my couch by myself watching the pipe bomb. Like I love this guy mm-hmm. because the product had gotten stale. You know, I mm-hmm. watched through ruthless aggression. I watched through super scene. I watched through the reign of terror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, I love this guy. I want him to be great, and he wins. I'm like, holy shit, he won. Oh my god. And then I watch as Kevin Nash power bombs him for some reason then Triple H beats him for some reason and then John Laurinaitis main events pay-per-views over him for some yeah. reason and Kevin Nash versus Triple H in a TLC match because it hurts so much because all those years of just well I mean there's nothing else we may as well just watch it you know Triple H is going to win John Cena is going to win like there's nothing there's nothing of course it's what's going to happen and then you get like three minutes of oh my god this guy's this guy's really good He's different, and he's someone I can relate to. And Kevin Nash just powerbombed him. And I love Nash, but fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to forgot, to forgot, forget all about that. Oh, I'm hurting now, too. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and so like, then he, he turns heel because The Rock wants to be The Rock. I'm like, okay, I get it, whatever. And he's like, he's not going to be in the wrestling main. Like, he's not going to be in WrestleMania. That's stupid. He deserve, He should be. Mm-hmm. The whole time, we're like, no, this nobody wants Cena Rock. Like, put Punk in there. Just give him triple threat. That'd be great. But then, you know, like, 
gives me Undertaker. It's like, okay, well, Paul Bearer just died. There's no way in hell Undertaker's losing, but it'll be a great match, and it was a great match. Yeah. But over those, like, three years, you could see that he stopped. He got hurt more. He stopped He stopped being able to do as much. Like, his, he looked like he was about to fucking die at some point. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, this is the first guy I had identified with, like, that I latched onto as someone I really cared about mm-hmm. since Mick Foley. Yeah. Yeah. And then he left. And I'm like, well, shit. I can't blame him, but I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he came out with the podcast. I'm like, well, holy shit. I definitely can't blame him now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm sad. And then he shows up on the Talking Dead. Oh, well, at least Walking Dead or yeah, Walking Dead enthusiast Phil Brooks looks pretty happy and healthy. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good for him. I rooted for him in his UFC stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I really wanted him to win. God damn it. I wanted him to spank some ass. That would have been nice. But I mean. Good on him for trying, you know. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not like discrediting him yeah. at all. Like he he did it. He said he was going to do it, and he fucking did it. I mean, and Mickey Gall ended up being pretty damn good, despite having a, a the same rough record. Yeah. Know? But I mean, I'd get punched in the face for a million dollars. Oh my god! Are Easy. you kidding me? Yeah. You can tell oh, me. Yeah. You can tell me right now. You're going to lose this fight. <laughs> And you're getting paid this. I'm like, shit, I'm ready to lose. Let's go. <laughs> it's like when I when I read the payouts. I'll the, do the job, for the, Marks. <laughs> for the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather match, I was like, man, I never wanted to be Logan Paul. But if right now, <laughs> if you could tell me I could go to a draw with Floyd Mayweather and make $40 million and have a Beckett 10 Charizard from Bayset Hollow, yeah, I, 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 I would take it. So I love punk, right? Then he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at that point, like Daniel Bryan was coming up, like, well, there's somebody, and then he loses at SummerSlam, because because Randy Orton catches Triple H turns heel, like, and it's obvious they're not doing anything else with this. This is their, that was the end of their story, and then it's not because Punk leaves, so they got to do something. Yep. It's like yes, movement, hooray! And I'm watching WrestleMania 30 at church, from the sound booth, with my headphones on, because I'm like, I they they told me I needed me here, they pay me to be here, but by God, I'm watching this pay per view. So God damn right. Headphones on, and I almost scream when Brian beats Triple H. I'm like, yay! <laughs> Amen! <laughs> uh, I go home, I watch Taker lose, sit there shell-shocked, and then watch the, the main event. And mm-hmm. like, yay, he won, hurrah! And I'm, again, sitting there by myself in my room on my computer because you know, I had no wrestling friend. And then Daniel Bryan you know, he gets hurt, and then he gets concussed, and then he retires. It was horrible. And I'm like, oh, wrestling's just sad. I don't like it anymore. And that's when I met all you guys. And I had wrestling friends. Some of you I had to drag back into it. I had to drag Liz into it entire. Yeah. It was worth it, though. So, uh, but the whole time I was like, I miss Punk. Mm-hmm. I love Daniel Bryan, but Punk was my guy. Yeah. I've got a Mount Rushmore, personal Mount Rushmore. If I can get five spots, it's Owen, Foley, Savage, Punk, and uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. Those are my guys. Yeah. God damn it. Now I want to come up with mine before the show's in. Chris Benoit would have been on there. Mm. Who? Uh, Stevie Richards. Who? <laughs> well, Big Stevie Cool? Yeah. The leader of the Blue yeah. World Order? That's oh, right. fuck yeah. I love that guy. Mine would just be the entirety of the Blue World Order, so it really adds up. The Blue Meanie's the best. <laughs> I will say, like, um, I, I um, well, I don't know. I don't want to. I, I want to hear Jonathan. Well, I haven't finished. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I love you, but... Well, I would have been finished if I hadn't. But no, 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 no. I'm times. fucking with you. I, I'm loving every minute of this, actually. So yeah, the whole time, like, yay, wrestling. But then it gets boring. We stop caring as much. Even NXT sucks because you can't get a, uh, invested 
in any of these guys because they're just going to get called up to the main roster and renamed Dewdrop. Uh, yeah, know, it's, it's horrible. That that is an Jesus atrocious name. It's terrible. Why it's so stuff? Bad. Do you remember when Uha Nation got signed and everybody was super excited and they just turned him into smiley black guy who can flip and then nobody cared anymore? Yeah, yeah. That's also not even as bad as Willie Mac originally signing and then being like, oh, this is not who we wanted to sign. Release Willie Mac and then signed Uha Nation. Yeah, it's the best. So the whole time I'm getting more and more disillusioned. More and more irritated. Like, by God, I'm a wrestling fan. I'll watch wrestling, but this sucks. Then AEW starts. I'm like, yay. I love these New Japan fellas. Hey, Kitty Omega, the Young Bucks. Oh, you got Cody, too. I like Cody. That's good. Jericho, sure. I love Jericho. He's the best. And so, you know, this AEW reignited that waning passion. Like, mm-hmm. the flick, the flame was flickering. It was tiny, tiny, tiny. And then I'll say, AEW, <laughs> giant blade. That like, is a fire sound, too. That was a fire you know, <laughs> I dabble in sound effects. <laughs> but the whole time in the back of my head is like, wouldn't it be cool if Punk came back? Because I love it. Like, again, he's like, I, I just, I don't know. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. I love his wrestling. I love his psychology. I love he's. I just make he makes me happy. And like, not to say, uh, and like, not to like infringe, but like, also that window has slowly been closing because it's not yeah. like Punk's like thirty five sitting at home. No. I mean, he's yeah. in his forties now, yeah. which is not by any means you know past your prime, but it's definitely not what many consider an athletic peak. Yeah, no. and he was never a huge athlete to begin with. No, yeah. but no, I mean, like I said, like the, the guy, shitty family. Uh, distrustful of everybody, drug free, alcohol free. I love this guy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so the whole time, I'm like, please God. And then we hear the rumors. Mm-hmm. Sean Ross Sapp, who is great, I love that guy. Yes, yes. yes. Like WWE thinks they're going to uh, going to AEW, and everyone's like, okay, that's uh, interesting. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. But you know, I mean, we've heard these rumors for years now. It's not. Yeah. You know, it couldn't be anything. Couldn't be anything. Like, uh, no, no, they really think that. Like, uh, I don't know. It couldn't be anything. And I tell you the moment that it became real is when Living Color followed AEW on Twitter. Yes, yes, and I'm yes. like, huh. That's, huh. Hmm. Well, huh. I, I would argue to say not the fact that they followed them. Yeah, but then, it's like, when they two, unfollowed yeah, is no, when I was like, wait. Two hours later when they unfollowed him, I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. Yes. That's <laughs> when it was. Happening. That's when it was real. And yeah. then the whole thing, oh, the first dance. I'm like, well, that's a Jordan thing. Chicago, punk. Huh? And then like Darby, best in the world. And the whole time we're all talking, it's like, look, I want to believe this really bad. I want to trust Tony Khan, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm not going to believe it until Punk walks out and stands in the ring. And even then, I might not. I believe might not it. believe yeah. it. Yep. Like I want to try to touch him, and if it's not a hologram, that's when I will know. Yeah. And so the night it happened, we're here. Uh, we get early to record an episode of Caging Greatness. It's our uncaged episode where we'd make our own Nicolas Cage themed restaurant menu. So Which I just listened to and it was fan fucking That's a good one. <laughs> but the whole time was like we start off by saying, Look, <laughs> we got a hard time limit on this. Like we love <laughs> three of you who listen, but fuck y'all CM Punk might show up. Yes. <laughs> uh, to the point where we put uh Cult of Personality as the end theme for that episode. Oh, Wait, really? I haven't gotten that far. Are you serious? Yeah. I love you so hard. Right like, how, how much did you use? About thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Enough to get away with static it. noise. Look, if, if if fucking Conrad Thompson can get away with it, we can. God damn. I, I know. I completely agree. Completely <laughs> yeah. agree. I don't think our three listeners include lawyers. For <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, media. But just, I hate to tell you. 
Uh, I mean, I will say Warner Brothers did try to take us down. Just saying. Warner Brothers tried to take down a shirt on our merch store because it was labeled Wacky Race. They tried to take us down. That is also wild. I know you have probably talked about that at nauseum. No, not really. Just once. That is wild to me. Same. What got Warner Brothers being like, we got to take these motherfuckers down. It was so weird. I I re-uploaded the thing. I called the shirt Race Off instead. Because, you know, with a a slash. Yeah. yeah, Which I still think is better. Yeah, no, I, I felt bad for not naming it that the first time. I thought, I'm, like, oh, damn yeah, it. Yeah, fuck I'm that cartoon, Wacky Racist. Who watched that shit? Fucking I love boomers. That show. Anyway. Boomer. <laughs> so the whole time we're like, look, we're, we're, you've, got a, you've got us for an hour tops. Then we're fucking going to watch wrestling. CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and Jonathan's going to get his food. So. Oh, that's why the dogs are oh, going that's crazy why the dogs right now. Crazy. I'm sorry, everyone, about yeah. the dogs. This happens on cool. our shows. It's a normal thing. See, it's a good thing I kept talking. So now... Um, so we, we go up there, we're watching it. I'm literally on the edge of the couch to the point mm-hmm. where my feet are falling asleep because the hard wood of the couch edge yes. is digging into my ass. And uh, we're just sitting there waiting. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's in Spanish. Yeah. It's TNT. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was my app or something, but like the opening announcers for us were in Spanish. Oh, no. Uh, I even tweeted out. It was totally out of context. I was like, you cross the streams. It's like, <laughs> it's cool that it's in Spanish, but I, I don't speak it. But thankfully, it got fixed by yeah. the time that static hit, mm-hmm. and me and Cannon lost our fucking minds. Yeah, yeah. Even and Darwin, like you just heard, probably on this show, yeah. l- loses his mind when I lose my mind. Even when it's happy, and we're screaming, I'm surprised the neighbors didn't call the cops on us. Yeah, well, they're probably yeah. used to your noise at this point. To my noise? Well, yours and like the royal y'alls, like the house, the house noise. Probably With the dogs yeah. and the screaming. That makes so yeah so he walks out I'm like I don't know <laughs> and I'm just I'm, I can't speak I stopped mm-hmm. yelling I'm just mm-hmm. stunned I'm like this is a thing I've waited for for 10 years yeah you know I was like finally he's, he's back and then he starts crying and I'm like oh god oh god I'm alright and I'm like, I'm full-blown crying at this point. Even mm-hmm. Liz is crying. And she was just watching to make fun of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, no, like to see a guy that I had identified with and loved for so long come back to a thing that he had the love of it beaten out of him. Mm-hmm. And he seems happy. And now mm-hmm. he's back in this company that reignited my passion for wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's why I watch. You know, yeah. When wrestling is good, it's great. Yes. Yeah. When wrestling is great, there's nothing else like it in the world. Yep. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that's why I wore a CM Punk shirt every day that week. <laughs> and you're wearing one right now. Sure am. But, but it didn't happen until I put one on. So, you know, just saying. Oh, wow. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm, I'm like, fucking playing. I'm like, I'm what happened any other day? <laughs> <laughs> AEW just announces on Twitter on Tuesday. Look, yeah, uh, we saw look, Punk. I will say, I, I didn't, I, I'm not one to toot my own horn, but I will say that shirt, when I first got it, was a little snug on me. I will say... I was able to put it on comfortably this time, and I felt a little better about myself. Ooh. As someone who feels nice. like they have their own gravitational pull, I felt pretty good that moment in my life. And then you hit a GTS on uh, Jonathan. I wouldn't do that to Jonathan. I'd like a fun, like a bit one. Would, you, like would you let me do a worked GTS on you, Jonathan? I don't know what that is. That's, but sure. Punk's <laughs> fi- that's, that's CM Punk's finishing move. It, it I, It's like... I'm, uh, fireman's carry you're on okay. my shoulders and then I just huh, lift you land on your feet and I act like I knee you in the face okay like. yeah we, we, we yeah can. if it's the Kenta version he breaks your nose yeah and orbital bone yes if it's the Danhausen version he shoves teeth into your mouth 
Well, now I don't feel so bad that he got his face shattered on that one episode of NXT. Then, well, does he make does he make a point to hit people directly in the no, nose? No, it was it was a, it was what a I'm botch. Saying. No, Kent, okay, okay, Kent's okay. Always been pretty cool. Okay, uh, if it was a mistake, that's fine. Yeah, like if it was like low key mm-hmm. or Austin Aries, yeah, then yeah, they intentionally yeah. hurt people because yeah. they're shitheads. Yeah, don't don't intentionally hurt the people you work with. That's not the point of or the show. A sexy star. Yeah. Also terrible. Yeah. That's why Austin Aries doesn't get booked anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and the no, fact he, that he's a completely insane anti-vaxxer, anti-masker piece of shit who nobody likes. Well, as, oh my god. No, no. As somebody who has uh, uh, downloaded uh, Mortal Kombat 11 recently, uh, Austin Aries apparently got booked as Kano in that game. Jesus Christ. Is that? It, it was a like. Very look good up Kano in the current Mortal Kombat game. It's literally Austin Aries. <laughs> it literally Austin Aries. Wasn't that the same one where Sonya Blade was literally Ronda Rousey? I mean, she voice acted her in the past two games, I believe. But I think, but it's not her body style or like Rhonda sucks. But also, she does suck. But at least it didn't look like her. Didn't they patch her out because her like voice acting was so bad? No, her voice acting. uh, At least uh, the little bit I have played of MK11 on my Switch, she is still the voice of Sony Blade. Yeah, it's still terrible. Speaking of anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers, Jonathan. Hunter. Oh my God! <laughs> Wait, what? what? The fuck? You see? You see? Oh, okay. I, I, All right. I, oh no, no, no. All right now. No, no. That was, that was quite kidding. a segue. I'm kidding. I knew as soon as that was said, I was like, I, I'm sorry, Jonathan. This is how I, have to I, I, I saw the look in your eyes. I'm like, this motherfucker about yeah. to throw me under the Jonathan's bus. Jonathan's like, I'm not anti-mask, just anti-vax. But <laughs> I, I'm neither. No, everybody here is fully vaccinated. No, no, like everyone, if anyone listens to our show, they'll know that Jonathan at least is vaccinated because he got knocked the fuck out for our first episode of straight shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we had to do it. That's he why you had to do straight shooting. Passed yeah. the fuck out on the yeah. couch. Yeah. Could yeah. not move. Yeah, my, my second shot knocked me out. Yeah, yeah. The first shot put me on my ass like two hours after the fact. I was like, I'm going to sleep. Y'all Shit. ready to get boosters? Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Injects me with that sweet, sweet science. I wish they. Could I get mean, it. I wish I could get it now. If, if I can keep you know functioning like normal human member of society, I semi, I semi normal. Yes, I as long as I get that shot and spoilers, uh, the thing that happened in episode three of What If happens. <laughs> I haven't seen episode three yet. Well, I well I didn't say what happened, so there you go. Use your imagination there. Somebody got vaccinated. No. Probably. I mean, <laughs> that'd be crazy if I that mean, was the. What if depending, the Avengers got COVID? You know what? Uh, maybe you should watch the episode. I do. Uh, yeah, I still need to watch it too. R- Riley and I are going to watch good. it. It's good. It, it was fun. Spoiled by the internet. Uh, so. The best description of it, uh, without spoilers, that was given to me was from a buddy of mine at work and said, "Imagine, you know, because technically, when Nick Fury met Iron Man, uh, Thor, and uh, well, not met, but like." The donut shop interaction, and he met Thor and uh, the Hulk in the same week. But if everything went wrong, (laughs) and that's the episode, and I was like, okay, and I watched it, and I was like, you know what? Best one. (laughs) Really better than the T'Challa Star-Lord episode? No, I mean... I thought that was... That's like one of my favorite... That episode was great, but in terms of fun level... (laughs) I will say if it's like if it's super super dark, that's much more in tone with the What If comic series. I mean, those it's, did not have happy fucking. No, no, no. The, you know what? Watch it. I, yeah. I've said too much. Okay. <laughs> so Jonathan, anyway, Jonathan, what did? What how did you think of the vaccine? <laughs> and CM Punk. Has, it, has anyone said just for the record? Jonathan, well, let me 11? tell you. 
I am a white woman on Instagram, and I'm here to tell you about vaccines. Make sure you ingest ho- horseworm medication directly into your asshole. That is the only they cure get for the Corona Twenty One variant Delta version. Okay, I will say that one of the funniest things I've seen. There's like a TikTok of this lady being like, "Can you believe that some stores want to require you to show paperwork to even go in them?" And one of the top comments is like, "Bitch, that's Costco." <laughs> <laughs> That's literally Sam's Club. Yeah, literally Every Sam's time house. I like, they will not. They will tackle you if you don't have your card. Fucking yeah, ready. if you don't I'm have your saying. card on your phone or just on you. Just saying. Yeah. So, Jonathan, but, you kind of come from a unique perspective of really have just gotten into wrestling yes. for real last year. Is that or, fair or, to say? or really probably around 2019? Yeah, telling right, right. Uh, it was right as AEW started. Yeah, because like you know, I'd like seen like a couple matches here or there, but you know, had some preconceived shitty notions about wrestling. You were also kind of held prisoner for a while. <laughs> Yeah, we're not, we're not By right. the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I, <laughs> like, part, like, like like part of me wants to continue no, with no, this. No, bit. I, no, no, no. This this is why I was excited. I want more than anything to hear Jonathan's Yes, talk. yes, no, I do <laughs> yeah. too. Anywho, uh so it was like and to hear people like wrestling fans talk about wrestling, I'm like why the fuck do y'all watch this? Y'all sound like some of the most miserable people I know. <laughs> That's Jonathan and I having any conversation prior to Jonathan getting into wrestling. <laughs> Jonathan's like, this is like, that sucks. It's like, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, so, like, right as AEW started, I don't, even, I don't think I watched the first pay-per-view, but, you know, watch, because what was it, Double or Nothing, then All Out? It was All In, then Double or Nothing. All yeah. Out. Okay, yeah. And then, uh, uh, fuck, full gear. I think full gear was yeah. in whatever month. Yeah, and, and so I, I and then you know dynamite started. I, mm-hmm. I, I slowly was dragged into it. So I don't really have much of the history with punk like everyone else here does. But uh, I remember there was one time like Cannon was playing uh, like an old like two K wrestling game on uh, PS three on yeah. PS three. Yeah. I was trying to. I was like, "What? Which one was it?" it but probably it was two K. No, no, no. It, it was WWE thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not even two K. Yeah. No. And, and then yeah. I heard fucking Kill Switch Engage play on the menu. I'm like, "The fuck is this shit?" Because <laughs> would be what got you in. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, hey, music and wrestling go hand in hand. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Right? Like, well, and it's no, one of my favorite Kill Switch songs oh, too. Yeah. So I'm like. Where and it took me a minute to realize what that what like what even the song was and Ken's like oh yeah I was seeing Punk's name I'm like all right I automatically like this guy now but uh yeah you know fast forward to when was that a couple Fridays ago mm-hmm. when he uh, debuted um even though I don't have the history with with Punk like just the the emotions. Like surrounding the whole thing, which it was contagious. Like yeah. able to get some sort of the grandiosity of the event without having that prior history, and, and it was like seeing like 
like mainstream publications talk about it and stuff like that. It was like, holy shit, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like my like like I mentioned earlier, like I, I would talk about this to people at work who don't even watch wrestling. Uh, a buddy of mine was texting me while it was going down. He was watching it too, and he was just like, holy shit, I I get it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like I get. It. I'm just like, yes, like it was. It was such a big deal. Well, like the first like thirty minutes after that, those first couple guitar notes of Cult of Personality, you couldn't really hear anything. You couldn't cr- hear the song because the fucking crowd was so goddamn loud. It, it, it was amazing. Yeah, and so like the best way I can describe how it's like for me being a wrestling fan is like <laughs> with the Star Wars movie starting with the sequel trilogy. like like starting with force awakens that's my first star wars sure but you you're able to get sort of like the greater context as you pick it pick it up along the way i'm just imagining you sitting in the theater like han who (laughs) what's a chewbacca i don't i don't understand that was almost me i didn't watch any of the star wars movies till about a month before force awakens came out oh fuck when we had that like marathon yeah uh oh really that's interesting yeah i i had not seen any of them till force awakens and i think maybe colt was in the same boat as me there was another one of us too but yeah, yeah, we ended up marathoning them all at Jonathan's house. This, I mean, obviously, this is when Force Awakens came out. So, so. a fan yeah. of Menace in theaters. Same. Three times. Yeah. I was a toddler. I, I had little cousins that wanted to see it multiple times. So, I mean, I actually didn't hate it at the time. And also, it, it did give us Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn. I, I fucking love Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, I will never be mad at any extra Liam Neeson that I get on a screen. Like, that man... And Ewan McGregor. That man could talk into a, a Gillette razor all day for all I care. <laughs> can, can I just give a well, Star Wars hot take real quick? And it may not even be a hot take sure. for this particular just take. be aware that I might throw this at I you. don't think any of the Star Wars movies are particularly awful besides Episode Nine. I did not like Episode Nine at all. Well, like, Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Yeah, because it was fucking god yeah. awful. Yeah, was it was shit. fucking yes. dog okay. shit. Uh, yeah, like, like I, I uh, think... in comparison, like all the prequels get a fucking pass. In my, in, this is a last Jedi even, household, sir. Even yes. episode yes. two, even episode fucking two. I, I, I don't know. Like to me, episode two's funny. <laughs> yes, at least. Yes, episode yes. nine is like. If you watch episode two, no, that comedy, is true. It, it's better. Yeah, episode <laughs> two helped me articulate my distaste for sand. Interesting. Yeah. It's rough. It's coarse. It helped me everywhere. articulate my distaste for Hayden Christensen. I just realized the last time I watched Phantom Menace was actually yeah, Justin's house. I love how all of these shows come full circle within each other. Also, great. real quick, I just want to say Hayden Christensen is actually not a bad actor. I know. I'm just get, I'm busting there, there was a there was a movie called Vanishing on Seventh Street. It had John Leguizamo in it, star of The Pest, which we will be watching mm-hmm. on Caging Greatness at some <laughs> oh, point. Oh dear. Uh, anyway, it's it's a pretty good movie. Like it's weird, it's not great, but I liked it a lot. And Hayden Christensen's the lead, and he's mm-hmm. really good in it. Yeah, I, I, again, yeah. I'm just busting balls. Like I, I, I know he was shit in the prequels. Like I'll give him, even though he's he was just you know a whiny bitch the whole time. There's let, let's be real. There's been a lot of whiny bitches in the history of Star Wars. Yeah. Let's be well, real. I'm, I, like just look at. Like the fact that Natalie Portman, who is an Oscar winner, yeah. was also terrible in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you can see that 
the director was probably the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I don't blame Natalie Portman or Hayden Christian for their wooden acting because literally, like, that's how they I, were directed to act. Yeah. That was yeah. well, they they weren't really directed. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Lucas would do like two takes maximum, be like. You know what? That's good. And you know, you and McGregor just showed up. So I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. I'm Obi Wan Kenobi, bitch. Yeah. And Deal also, I I love Part Three. It wasn't bad. But like I I will I give Part Three a pass. But like I said, in a way, I do give Part One a pass. I I'm this may also be a hot take for the table. I think I may like Revenge of the Sith more than I like A New Hope. That is a hot take, but you're known for terrible hot takes. So that's the whole point yeah, of the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is true. Like Tanner, has anyone his who actually hot takes. enjoys the Undertaker versus Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. Undertaker <laughs> versus Goldberg was uh, it wasn't. Fuck what, you. No, was no. Don't you try to argue no. anything? Oh no, right no. no. Just no. listen. No, no, no. Just no. listen. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's his show. I want to hear him out. No, Just go, listen to go. The argument. Explain your fucking I, self. I will. I've been waiting for this day for so goddamn long. You had no idea. Was it a good? Technical wrestling match, I like akin to like a like a. Daniel I hate Sin this already. Classic. No, was it sick as hell? No. no. Yes. No. 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 It would. No. Fuck off. No. Stop arguing. We watched two legends past their prime. People that he and I grew up watching. Yes. In their prime. Say what you and will so, about Goldberg, but it's it's the fucking Brock Lesnar syndrome all over again. Yes, he was still green as fucking goose shit back in the day, but he still had a, a better moveset and could go better back in the day than he can, obviously can now. And then you you put them both in there and they almost fucking kill each other just be, because of fucking blood money. Because they can't, and my blood they can't, fucking boils they can't about lift all each of other. it. They can't. Re- it's, it's like watching. You know what it would be like? Do you know what it would be like? Hit me. It I'm not like, going to hit you, Tanner. <laughs> no one's hitting Tanner today. We're just passionate. Just hit me! No! <laughs> it would be like if they had made Superman 5 with Christopher Reeve after the accident and just had him in the suit in the wheelchair. That's what it would have felt like. No, this would have been like... Uh, hero, <laughs> your childhood hero yeah. seen as nothing more than a lesser version of himself. Like it's It's watching the gods themselves become something... Worse than just a normal human, like an almost infirm human. There's yes. these two, these two titans, these overwhelming personalities, like these heroes of the golden age of <laughs> our wrestling youth, right? And they can't even fucking lift each other. Yeah. So fuck and, you. And no, 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 okay, okay. No, no. Counterpoint: no. Jack Hammer Brainbuster. No, 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 that's not what he was going for. <laughs> no, no, he just couldn't lift the man. He couldn't, ha- he couldn't physically. All right, who could lift Taker? Everybody, everyone that's on the roster right now. I could lift him. I mean, Goldberg can lift him if he wasn't fucking concussed and, and gassed profusely. <laughs> Don't forget gas. And, yes, and like, gas. I would have forgiven gas because it was a thousand degrees. Yes. in Saudi Arabia. Okay, but Taker dropped Goldberg on his fucking head, and then Goldberg couldn't lift Taker because he was concussed. They're both they're both past their primes. Mm-hmm. They're both past past their primes. Yes, like there's. Like, mm, you're 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 wrong. You're just fucking yeah. wrong. No, and, and here's the thing: quarters. I watched I watched that match. I had only seen the reactions on Twitter. I'd seen all the gifts and whatnot, and I, I I saw your take on it. And then I was like, I gotta watch this. And then I watched it. Liz and I watched it actually, and we're both just like, oh, oh no, 
I'm. It's like Justin said earlier. It's like I'm watching two men that I literally grew up watching. It's like watching fucking almost just die in front of me. I have argued that Undertaker should have retired years ago. He should have retired That's at 29 me. after Punk. He should have retired at 28 at End of an Era. No, no, for being the, honest. No, the, the Paul Bearer stuff with Paul Punk, Bearer that was, stuff. And like, that was the, that was a great match. Yes, that should have been it. I think the John Cena match was also really good. The one that went like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's fine. He should have done that with Goldberg. That was a good moment. Uh, Wrestling's know. about moments. Like I liked, I liked Goldberg versus Brock that, that first one, where because we're all sitting there watching it together. Like, well, I wouldn't be, and I, I looked at the screen. Like, wouldn't it be funny if Goldberg just fucking squashed him? And then he fucking did, and it was awesome. Their match at WrestleMania was really good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, was I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at that WrestleMania. Okay, but really? Saudi Arabia about that. was like watching my childhood die. And who yeah. could ask for... But you get that closure. No! 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 no. <laughs> it was one of the few good parts of my fucking childhood, watching wrestling. I don't know if you've heard the gags, but I make the joke all the time. That reminds me of a sad story from my childhood. And Pat goes, they're all sad. You know what's the fucking truth? But, but there were some bright spots. Yeah. And two of them... Almost killed each other because they're sixty-year-old men trying to throw each other around fakery. That's just, that's the Fuck that's that. all we're trying to say right now, okay? I think we all need to sit down and watch the match together. I no, go no fuck I'm never watching that match again. Uh, Fuck I, you. I, Fuck your Sp- show. First of all, first of all, we're never going to see it in its like original version anyway, because it's obviously going to be cut to hell and back. Not just because it's the network network doesn't exist anymore. It belongs to NBC. It's on Peacock, and you know they went through that shit with a fine tooth fucking comb. R.I.P. Attitude Era. Just Man. saying. So we were all really happy to see CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> speaking of sad stories from no childhood, God, that whole episode felt like a sad story from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're good, good right, let's go back to the good things. Let's go back to the punk. Let's go back to the good thing. <laughs> it was like my parents arguing at the table over money, and it's not fun. <laughs> Except no. now there's three of them for some reason. <laughs> and, and somehow they're all wrong, but also kind of right. Oh, no. no. There are two of us that were right. Uh, no, they're... Uh, also, I'm kind of just two people, bud. I have three dads and one of them's older or younger than me. God, thank you three for... Three men and a baby. Jonathan's the baby. <laughs> My fucking 350-pound ass be like, I'm a baby. Does that make Abaddon the ghost in that one scene that's just a standout... Uh, Cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. Sure, yeah. yeah. I, I get that reference. Thanks. What? In Three, Three Men and, and a Baby. baby. I've never a, seen the movie. I mean, either. Scene, Same. Well, there's a scene in it where there's a figure behind a, a curtain in mm-hmm. the background of a thing. And for years, it was a myth. Like, oh, that's a ghost of some kid who killed himself. <laughs> but, like, if you fast forward three minutes, you'll see that it's a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. Because he's in a different scene. And it's clearly just cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. Well, damn. Now I want to watch that movie. Is Ted it's, Danson in the movie? Yeah. Like... Is he one of the three men? Yeah. Huh. I knew Tom Selleck was in it. That was it. Don't even know who the baby was. <laughs> Is that ba- baby? Albert Einstein. Whoa! Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I believe it though. Um. Wow. We awesome. have. How long have we been going? Just <laughs> barely an hour. Fifty-one minutes. You are shitting me. No. Actually, and we still got forty-five minutes till rampage. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and we still haven't talked about punk. For the most part, no, we did. It's I mean, we've talked about our individual feelings. Everybody kind of got their say about punk. Yeah, I don't I mean, really. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying we did. T- Tanner's just going to be like, all right. I think that's what Tanner wants. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what else is there to say except watch AEW Wednesday nights at seven on TNT <laughs> and uh, nine o'clock 
uh, on TNT also for Dynamite and Rampage. I mean, I can actually. Uh, I mean, if while we're Central talking, time. I mean, while we're talking about it, I can. I mean, I I can argue that uh, the uh, Colt Cabana Art of Wrestling podcast with CM Punk on it has made me as big of a fan of actual actual podcasts as I am. Because this was like the one episode that like I've listened to multiple times. Yeah. And I've I never do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went back and watched it after he premiered or listened to it after mm-hmm. he premiered. Yeah. That was I mean, the, the first podcast I ever listened to was that episode. Yeah. I mean, it was very like like in depth and insightful on like the like personal hell that CM Punk went through during his time in WWE and Everything that he said on that podcast, if it's true, then I don't fucking blame him. Can't I hope, say I blame him. I hope Punk and Colt become friends again. I do too. Yeah. That is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I also feel like well, that is kind of a part where he was just like, well, I got there's a few scores to settle in that locker room. But I hope they squash it squash it by having an actual good match together. That wouldn't that be nice? Oh, just yeah. Wouldn't like, that be if, nice? If Colt's getting beaten down by somebody and you expect the Dark Order to run out and save him, but instead it's Punk, wouldn't that be great? You see? Tony Khan, where you at? Fucking hire us to write your shit. Okay. Speaking of Tony Khan, I know you're listening, bud. Um, yeah. No, no, he, he told is. Us, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Love you, Tony. Um, <laughs> I, okay. Like, obviously I knew, like, okay, if Punk comes, they're obviously buying the rights to Colt's personality. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to fall into the camp of Jonathan on this one. I really wanted this Firebird. Did you not see my tweet? I uh, Jim Cornette for once had something positive to say about AEW, and he said, said a lot of nice things. He lately. did, and I, I was like, weird. "Wow, it's weird." It makes that, me think. I wonder if he's on the payroll. But no, nope. well, I hope not. Jim <laughs> might be angling for it. Jim Cornette said that he uh, they booked it. Perfect. He wouldn't. There was no better way that he that they could have done it. No, I think they did it yeah, at, yeah. as good as that could have been done. Wrong. They weren't following me on Twitter. Hear me <laughs> out. All right. So, you know, a p- picture this now. Knowing what we know now, imagine this. Close your eyes and picture this. Are you doing me, a okay? visual bit for an audio podcast and telling the three people that can see you to close your eyes? Why the fuck did I say close my eyes? Close your eyes. That's the point. You can't mm-hmm. see shit when you do that. Okay. Maybe now close your eyes and then John Cena appears. No, um, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you don't have you don't have to close your eyes. I'm just saying. Just imagine with me. Mm. Everyone's screaming, chanting CM Punk's name, right? Sure. Like they're in Chicago. They know he's there. It's about to fucking happen. One solo spotlight hits the front of the hits the fucking stage, and it's former frontman of Killswitch Engage. This fight, I want to. I want to go and on record and say Tony Khan has the money to make this happen. He also, had the money. Nobody would have known who that was. Yes, yeah, they would have. No, yes, no. It, yes. Some people, like would. I said, music and wrestling can go hand in fucking hand. I you underestimate not. your audience there, late taker. I could not even pick out in a lineup. The former front. You say the former front. Are my well, eyes supposed to be let, still let be him closed? finish his thought? Okay, okay. We'll keep, going, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Anyway, Howard Jones, formerly of Killswitch Engage appears on the stage with a microphone. No music plays. I mean, he has a microphone, but it, no music plays, but he just sings a cappella. The chorus of This Fire Burns. Mm-hmm. You know, for the band that he doesn't sing for anymore. <laughs> right. yeah. so this is, I'm telling you, Tony <laughs> Khan could still make it happen. Fuck you, listen to me. Apart. This is falling apart. <laughs> I think it's going to be your best episode ever. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, he sings that. And then you hear the static, and then Cult of Personality plays, 
And then he keeps that microphone and he sings Cult of Personality. While it's playing? I mean, hey, bring the band there too. Bring the original singer and Howard Jones. Let him do a medley. Here's, it would be here's fucking the, fantastic. Like, I like most of your idea. I love how the guy who enjoyed Undertaker versus Goldberg thinks my take is bad. I right. don't think it's bad. I think there were some flaws. Like, the only thing I, here's, yeah, sure. here's what I would do if it were me. Uh, leave the kill switch engage guy out of it because like that's that's too many loopholes. But you get Living Color as a band because they're, they're already friends with punk. Mm-hmm. You have him sing the opening bit of yeah. This Fire Burns. And then they just play live, but instead of the debut, because the debut, the, the reason they just went straight forward is because anything less than just straightforward, here's CM Punk, go nuts, mm-hmm. would have been met with derision. Yes. But you get that thing, mm-hmm. that your idea, get Living Color to do that mm-hmm. for his first pay-per-view match as a special entrance. That's because you already have CM Punk. Yeah. Like you have to, that you show, know. you have to get him out there as soon as fucking possible. Static, music, punk. Nothing else works. Anything else before that will get chanted over the entire time. But your idea, perfect for his first big pay-per-view entrance. That's what I think. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I could see something more akin to Justin's idea happening. I think getting the I think your idea falls apart at the former front. I I I, I mu- no, no, I must say I must preface by saying I do feel as a fan of Killswitch Engage that Howard Jones was the better uh, singer. Of that band, uh, no disrespect to the the singer they have now. I I know this is where I was going to get Jonathan, Jonathan and Cantor about to have the Goldberg Undertaker argument. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, I, I I think Howard Jones is definitely I, again. I like the singer they have now. You said is their original singer, correct? Yeah, he was their singer for their first couple albums, I think, mm-hmm. and and then Howard Jones came in, and then when he left, okay, Jesse came back. But but that's just me being a super fan of Howard Jones, I suppose. So yeah. yeah, that's fair. I just I, think you get there. You go, color. Tanner. You have bad takes in music and wrestling. How do you feel now? <laughs> I, 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 I just thought there was flaws. If it makes you feel, flaws. Tanner, with you, if it makes you feel better, we think you have bad takes, but we think Cody has bad taste. Literally, bad oh, taste. Cody does Bitch, have bad like taste. taste buds. Who stars on Suicide Squad? What? Yeah, fuck him. I was talking about his literal taste buds because who the fuck loves grape nuts as their favorite cereal? I was, I was talking about and both. black licorice, and also two stars on the Suicide Squad. Yeah, he he uh, he went two star. Literally the the I, the only person I know that went under four. That's again. Ins- he has bad taste. And, 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 sp- and then we just shame. dogpiled him in the fucking Twitter chat. Yeah, we, we, I told him he was uh, Oscar pilled. <laughs> he go and I, I think he might have got a little actual angry at it. He goes, maybe he goes, he I don't, should, I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> maybe he should stop hating things that are good. I know. And then he went uh, three and a half on Thor: Dark World. Fuck him. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is easily Okay, the no. Next I'm, gonna go rub my I'm, I'm judging him based on this. What did he give Ragnarok? We will find out after this We did get break. the five-minute signal for... We yeah. got to take... Yeah, the hour thing. Yes. Yeah, because we're at an hour, and also that's about when we uh, try to stop each individual recording because it gets... Uh, the, uh, the chances of it fucking up exponentially increase. Yeah. Yes. We'll, also, I'm pretty sure Tanner... Doesn't need a full hour and a half of us talking. I don't not, know. I have thought not for a podcast with segments. I didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> just make this a special episode. All right, Co- I actually might. Uh, Cody went full five on Thor Ragnarok. 
okay, never mind. I thought he was going to end up hating the best Thor movie ever for some reason. I don't even like. Th- I don't think it's full five. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I gave it a four and a, a four, you know, quarter. I but, think like, I'm it's fantastic. I, love I mean, can it. we argue? But it's the best one. Though? Of the Thors, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like, I feel I like that's love a, to meet the guy that didn't agree with that. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty that's sure I know a, a few of them, yeah. unfortunately. Really? Um, but yeah, no, so they're out there. Yeah, you. Have that's why things. I love Letterbox. I love like going there and looking at people's just like I was like how they feel about movies, like movies I love, movies I hate, and I'm just like, I, that's I'll, weird. I'll, <laughs> I'll use this to go into the outro. So I watched Big Lebowski the other night for the first time. Loved it. Think it's an auto classic. I noticed Justin went a star and a half don't on like it. it. He hates I don't like that it. movie. I, I would love to. Talk. I, don't, I don't think it's poorly made. I like. I appreciate a lot of the Cohen stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, I don't like Cohen's movies because they're depressing as fuck, and I don't need that in my life. Big Lebowski. The problem I had, and and again, I'm not saying this for a bit. This is just the truth. There are certain things that to me remind me of my childhood. Okay. That I fucking hate. Yeah. It's why I can't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because all of those assholes are my father. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> Every yeah. single one of them. Except Danny DeVito, who is a national treasure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so for I'm me the trash personally, man. like stoner culture, I, I have a hard time with it because it's bad memories. And that's where Big Lebowski falls. Because mm-hmm. I love everybody in it. I'm a huge John Turturro fan. Mm-hmm. I adore that man. If you haven't seen the movie Brain Donors from 1991, I think it was, with uh, Mel Smith and John Turturro, it's fucking hilarious. It's my favorite funny movie. I make people watch it because no one's ever heard of it. Uh, go watch it. He's the lead. It's like a Marx Brothers, but updated to the 90s. It's yeah. wonderful. I never heard of it until he mentioned it. Still haven't seen it either. But, oh, we're going to watch it for my birthday. I'm going to make you and No, that's is it. Dolph Lundgren in it? No, not for the birthday episode. <laughs> my actual birthday. Fuck! <laughs> just, just like, this is not podcast related. <laughs> this is just, I want you guys to watch this fucking movie. I love this movie. I'll watch that movie. Uh, so, but I've that's, seen that movie. That's why I don't like Big Lebowski. It's not, like, I'm not grading these movies with the star ratings in terms of how well I think they're made. Mm-hmm. It's how I like them. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. how you people should rate movies. Is yeah. Yeah, based on their enjoyment. Okay, It'd be well, dumb to be like, oh, this movie sucks, but I kind of have to go four well, on it. So many people, though, they, they, they're they like, no, no, no. This, I think this movie sucks, even though I can't articulate why, and anyone who likes it is stupid. That's how a lot of people are, and yeah. that skews the whole idea behind uh, you know, rating something critically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But that's why I didn't like Big Lebowski. It's personal reasons. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah. I loved it, but <laughs> show me on the show me on the doll where the big Lebowski touched you. <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't my heart. <laughs> yes, because when I think heartwarming movies, I think the big Lebowski. I'm really gonna have to think about how to put this out because I you I you chose this, episode. you made this decision. Make this I don't. I don't know if I can make this a special episode. Yeah, you can. Half of this is just us bullshit. Like just the, the whole episode is a special episode. It's about CM Punk. So yeah. just don't well, put you in the Punk special. Just make it a whole extra episode. CM Punk tacular. Like, like there do you the go. Punk special and then have us be like, we have the special guests. For you already episode, said we were the main event, boys. and we're already like three hours in. No, we're yeah, not like, three hours. Because we're at sixty-three <laughs> minutes. And uh, just just to remind you, because in case you forgot. Uh, this is your show, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, that is true. Like, that it's is, real easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like fair, if you yeah. want, like, hey, I've got a special episode. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you just you fucking release it. Dang, I guess I'll just release this. Yeah. This more, is just going to be an extra episode, I guess. Yeah, extra <laughs> content is not a bad thing. I mean, and we can... Well, 
there has been an idea in the past. We have never been shy about pausing, watching the thing, and then coming back. Yeah. But, I mean... That's totally up to you. This is your show, bud. Uh, well, well, it's going to be, like, midnight. He did just say, like, he, he goes to bed at, like, 9 o'clock, so... 9 o'clock? He said I do I do on weeknights when I have to go to work. Well, tomorrow's my early night. I go to work yeah. tomorrow, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually don't have to work tomorrow. And tomorrow is my Congratulations. first cheat day. Congratulations. How's it feel being all American? Tomorrow's my first cheat day on my diet, and I'm very excited. Uh, nice. I'm going to go to Dunkin'. Very cool. Gross. Why would you do that? They have snacking bacon, and they're delicious. Yes. Their food sucks. Not a sponsor. Sorry. No, I don't think think their food is spectacular. I think Starbucks has better food than Dunkin'. I don't even go to Starbucks for food. No, but if we're we're comparing Dunkin' to Starbucks, I just feel like that's the natural. You don't think that's the natural comparison? No, I think it's another bad take. What would you compare Dunkin' to? You can't compare it to like a McDonald's. No, I mean, I'm just saying saying Starbucks is better than Dunkin' is ridiculous. No, I don't think Starbucks is better than Dunkin', but I think their food is better than Dunkin'. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's stupid. That's a horrible thing to Uh, say. I I, I have no... As someone who has eaten more Dunkin' food than Starbucks food... are we going to have to do like a Dunkin' versus Starbucks late takeout? Well, we, I mean, we yes. probably. We, Why yes. not? <laughs> we don't have time right now. We're going to have to pause like, stop the recording soon. No, we do not have time right now. Could you imagine, though, if we stopped it and I came back with like $55 yeah. worth of Starbucks and Dunkin' food? I just have an armful of the snacking bacon. Hi, welcome to these inferior donuts here, bros. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking donuts, it's Krispy Kreme. Exactly. Obviously. Yeah. Krispy oh, Kreme's 100%. not donuts. It's Shut donuts. your fucking mouth. What? I'm sick of this. Fuck, we're I love fight. Krispy Kreme. They're delicious, but if I'm getting a donut because I want you go to Krispy Kreme because that's where real donuts are born. Krispy Kreme may as well be solidified cotton fucking candy. They're delicious. That's not accurate. I love that's them. like saying that's insomniac not, cookies aren't real cookies because they're too good. <laughs> No, it's like, I have to agree with Tanner no, on this. No, the You're just wrong. The difference between Krispy Kreme and Dunkin' is like the difference between a calzone and a pizza. They're both mostly the same thing, but sometimes you want the calzone and not the pizza. Sure. But, that, both, that, that's, but also, that's Justin's Goldberg Undertaker that, take right true. there. But also, I don't agree with that at all. I, I don't either. No, I, I, yeah, I, can't, I can't agree with that. I, I, I respect everybody's <laughs> right to food takes, but... Mm. I'm... <laughs> Mm. Speaking of, you know, uh, for the like this weekend, if you're fully vaccinated, you can take your vaccine card to Krispy Kreme and get not one but two donuts. For what? Free. Oh, nice! Oh yeah. shit! And I one of them's that. a special heart-shaped donut. I don't know if it's filled with blood or anything. But. I would hope not. That seems like it defeats the purpose. <laughs> I mean, if it was filled with raspberry jam, it'd be kind of funny. Uh, y'all want to wrap this up? Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? Let's, let's go. <laughs> yeah. like See ya, punk. We love you. We're glad you're fucking back, dude. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this special episode of the Late Takes Caging Greatness Edition. <laughs> do, do, do y'all not want to do, like, plugs or anything? Yeah, we can do yeah, plugs. Sure we yeah, do yeah, yeah, y'all do plugs. Okay, well, Jonathan starts. Oh, oh, okay. My name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at jwniiby24 and jonathan 12 on the Letterboxd. Uh, I am uh, Justin. You also know me as Captain Chimmy. You can find me at Captain Chimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Chimmy's Almost Music, or at the comic strip here in Tuscaloosa where I sell comics. I have comics. Come buy comics. 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 <laughs> I, I have been that canon guy. You can find me at that canon guy on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And you can find three out of the four of us on the Caging Greatness podcast. And if you want some Caging Greatness merch, you can get it at tpublic.com slash user slash Caging Greatness. And we didn't even plan that shit. Y'all are so good at that. I, we've had time not. to practice. I'm that just saying. That's like me when I used to do the all you can hear plugs. I got really good at it. And now, like, could not even tell you what I used to say. And, like, even, like, I'm still getting to the rhythm for, like, the plugs for this show. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. I think it was two episodes ago, Pat started doing the All You Can Hear plugs. 
and I couldn't help it. Like as soon as he started, he did his personal plugs and said, "And if you're listening to this the day it came out," and I said it along with, "Yes, yes, yes." Because Pat's all you can hear plugs is just what I said yeah. for yes. years. Just completely threw him off. It was great. That is funny. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner one four nine five. You can follow the t- podcast on Twitter at the Late Takes. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, we're on all of those. Uh, yeah, this is just a special episode, so you should have already listened to the CM Punk special. Yeah. This is like a bonus episode. I Wait, this is its own episode? It's going to have to be. Yeah. Are it's you like, shitting me? We're at 70 minutes. We're at like at an hour 10. I said a dirty 30. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let's well, get down here and do it. Dirty- for the record, before we came down here, you were like, well, we were going to... For a bit, you were like, oh, we're going to do 15 minutes. It ended up being like 35. Yeah. You're like, we wanted to do 30 fucking four hours. Well, that, I, so- I didn't even get to say that I wrote the awesome theme song for your show. Yeah, Justin wrote the theme song. And Boom. It, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, it's just... It's, but it's we really do need stuff. to wrap up because this thing's going to fuck up it. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Oh. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time on The Late Takes. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. I shitted. <laughs>